Hey there, and welcome to the Pet Biz Hive. This is Janie B, and I'm coming at you with another Tip Tuesday. All right, so what I'm going to chat about today is something that I really think everybody needs to pay attention to. So I know a lot of us are completely balls to the wall right now. We are super busy. Some of us can't even keep up with the inquiries. Some of us are trying to even refer to other people in our area and everybody is strapped. Uh, Boarding and daycare facilities are strapped. So the market is super tight right now. You know, I actually had seen a statistic that um, during the pandemic, like the pet ownership went up like 20%. So um, I'm not sure where I saw that, but I feel it. I think we all feel it. So that along with the businesses that didn't make it um, and some people who just said, this is too much for me, um, we're just kind of all at a little bit of a pressure point right now. But I don't want you to lose focus on your marketing. Of course, any marketing that you do, for the most part, you're not going to see a solid result from it for possibly three to six months, unless it's a direct piece. So you need to always be mindful of, you know, having those items in your marketing funnel that are going to continue producing, um, especially if you can find certain things that are on autopilot, to keep that funnel of new inquiries coming in keeping the mind that three to six months out is your target. We don't know what is going to happen three to six months from now, of course. Um, You know, certainly in my case, I've, you know, been doing this for 25 years. So I kind of went through everything. I went through the external market issues of September 11th. Uh, I went through the internal failures of, um, you know, the real estate market and finance in 2008. Um, Of course, you know, we've definitely gone through 2020, which again was an external failure, not anyone's ability to control that situation. Um, You know, certainly the more likely is, of course, the internal market failure, uh, like many of us experience in 2008, that is the point where I painfully realized how much of a luxury business we are. Uh, Pet businesses, people can find other alternatives that are free or less expensive. People don't have to have their dog walk during the day. Um, You know, decrease of people traveling. There, There were just so many factors there. Um, that made me rethink how I worked through my marketing. So none of that is predictable, but we need to predict the unpredictable. Now that we've all been through, I certainly hope like the worst of the worst. Uh, I know in my business, not sure about yours, but we went down to uh, five to 10% of our revenue and that sucked. I mean, that was huge, huge panic over here, especially with so many staff that count on us and management team also. Um, We are so grateful that we found resources that were able to help us refocus and get through that. I hope you had that opportunity also. Um, So 
I want you to always think out three to six months ahead. Make sure you have something going on, even in the midst of your busyness. So I do have a, um, a download that you can get if you haven't already. It's uh, 100 marketing ideas that are uh, for pet businesses that are free or low cost ways to market your business. Um, does have 100 different ways on there. Just a couple that you know I want to talk about that are pretty darn important. Social proof. You always need to be working on your social proof. That is hugely important. I know myself, if I am looking at any type of a service or a product, I'm looking at reviews. I'm looking to see what other people said. Of course, you know, making sure that they are authentic reviews and you know seeing what is relatable in there to me in my situation so focus on that social proof um, a couple of things if you're not doing this yet um, if you have next door in your area talk to if you have staff talk to clients uh, talk to friends talk to family make sure they are also on um, next door and give them a script of how you want them to introduce you. It's always great to control the narrative. So you want them when they're on next door just to take a peek. There are always people on there asking for someone that does pet sitting or dog walking. I find it all the time. So let these people be your champions for you. Let them be your ambassadors. Tell them exactly what you want them to say and you know have them go in and and make additional comments on top of each other of course next door has you know it's very very localized um, so you want to to have quite a crew of champions to cover your service area as much as possible but i completely encourage you to do that because the more absolutely use the services that people are going to see it's just going to be that social proof that gets them to call you it's the awareness and it's that initial inquiry and then your professional services, what you do, who you are, should be able to take it from there. Um, of course, if you, well, I certainly hope you have a Google My, My Business uh, set up. If you do not, I will, of course, have some education on that for people that don't have it. That is a big, big, big deal. If someone is going to Google dog walking or pet sitting in your area, the first thing that is going to come up, of course, is the mapping system of the area. And along with those Google listings, it's going to be attached to your Google My Business and it is gonna show your number of reviews. Now, of course, this is the whole five-star system and it's huge. It is so huge. You know, we can dig into this at some other time. Um, there are, of course, specialists out there. I adore Amy Toman, who works directly with pet businesses. She is an excellent resource. Um, but I would definitely recommend getting it set up for uh, every client after they travel. Send them a direct link and a request to give you a review on Google My Business. It is amazing how quickly that can grow and how your numbers can grow. So just as a general target, if this has never been something that you focused on, do a Google search in your area for other dog walking and pet sitting businesses and see where their numbers stand. You better believe that if somebody goes in and looks for a service, if the first one listed has seven reviews 
and a four and a half star rating. And the second service listed has 126 reviews with a five star rating. Who would you call first? I would absolutely check out the one that has all of the reviews. Um, that can be because they've got clients that are completely raving about them. Um, it could be a sign of the length of time they've been in business. There are so many things there that people can get more comfortable with your service just by hearing how your clients are raving about you. So don't forget about social proof. That stuff works morning, evening. You don't have to do anything with that. Once you build it, it is going to always be there. So um, another thing that I would recommend thinking about is take a step back from onesie twosies. Don't focus as much on, oh, let me go to the dog park and pass out a business card to someone that has a pet that might need my service. That is very time intensive and we all have very little time. Try to focus more instead of the people that need you Start to focus on who knows the people that you need to know. So this is taking your marketing and networking up a level. Uh, you want to find those people, of course, that have access to your ideal clients. So, of course, pet professionals are at the top of the list there. Um, if you just uh, narrow it down to veterinarians, um, uh, one of the things that we do working with vets is... We, instead of um, taking our veterinary releases around, we found in our market at least that the majority of veterinarians could care less. Uh, we stopped doing printed ones about 10 years ago probably. What we have switched to doing though, we have actually our primary sitter on each reservation. They are in charge of the confirmation to the client three days before that client's first day of service. And we do have a scripted response for them uh, that they post to the client stating that we are ready to take care of Fluffy uh, from this date to this date. Make sure that your information in your profile is completely updated and call your veterinarian and let them know that Four-Legged Kids is taking care of your pets in case of emergency. And that is really incredible because what you're doing every time one of your clients travels, they're actually taking the responsibility of calling the veterinarian. And what that does is it is allowing, of course, receptionist, whoever it is that's answering the phone to hear your company name, to hear your company name attached to one of their clients and to understand what you are doing for that client. So it creates that connection that now you like, you're co-owning service for these pets, for this one client. And it certainly continues to put that bug in their ear. They're gonna hear your company name rep repeatedly. So that is an excellent, excellent source for awareness with your local veterinarians. Um, when we do get referrals from a veterinarian, we immediately let them know how tickled we are. Um, we have different marketing materials that we take by, you know, sometimes, I guess most recently we had a printed company plastic cup that we filled with kisses, you know, lots of kisses from four-legged kids. Um, and I can tell you because I was a veterinary technician, 
when you're working at a vet clinic, sometimes you don't have time to stop. And one of my fondest memories, his name was Dick. He was with, um, I think he was with Pfizer. And he always came by once a week to talk about the veterinary medications. And he always brought donuts. And everybody knew who he was. We absolutely knew who he was. I mean, if he had had a personal service that I could have referred, I'd been like, oh, yeah, Dick the Donut Man. Totally need to refer this guy. He's the best to use. So, um, you know, if if that's, <laughs> I, I guess, the way to uh, veterinary clinics that are busy is through their stomachs, right? I mean, everybody responds to that. So sweet treats are always welcome <laughs> in a vet clinic environment from experience. So um, that is definitely a suggestion and opportunity for you to constantly be in the veterinarian ears. Um, another one uh, that would be the original source of who you want to know that knows a bunch of people that you want to know. Facility managers. Uh, facility managers at uh, senior living facilities, whether that is just independent living all the way up to memory care. Uh, that is a great opportunity when you get to know the facility managers. Let them understand how you can serve their residents. Um, you know, if you have the ability to make up a special little marketing piece for them so they can get clear that you can assist them in maintaining the connection between the seniors in their facilities and their pets. Because, of course, all the amazing statistics of the, the health benefits that seniors can receive from being able to keep their pets and not being forced to give them up. So you can provide those support services. Um, definitely facility managers at apartment complexes. Um, they are usually well in touch, especially the higher end ones that have you know their concierge at the desk. They're well in touch with what their residents need. Um, sometimes they will also have events that you can uh, you know co-present at. We just did one of those recently that was very successful. So absolutely get in there with those facility managers. Certainly Hershey's Kisses don't hurt on that end either. And then one more that I just wanted to mention is BNI. That's Business Network International. Um, it's BNI.com. Now, this is a an actual networking community of professionals in your area. Uh, if you look them up, you will find out if you do have chapters in your area. Um, it usually will be a group of people from, you know, anywhere from 10 to, I was in a group at one point of 50. Uh, it just depends on how active the group is. I'm not saying that you need to join BNI, but if you have had not much opportunity to network, it is a huge learning experience and a huge opportunity to grow yourself and your ability to concisely and efficiently talk about your business to get people to understand who you are and what you do. And it is an opportunity, of course, for awareness with a group of people that are in completely different industries. And you do a little quick, you know, anywhere from 20 to 30 second presentation about your business. So, you know, that is something that you want to craft carefully. But consider in there, you know, you always get to ask for help. And you don't want to say, oh, well, gee, if any of you have pets, I'd love to do pet sitting or dog walking for you. What you want to do is you want to ask for the people that you want to know. 
So you could do an ask for, you know, I'd love to be connected to anyone that is a facility manager at a senior living facility or apartment complex. And it's surprising sometimes the people that networking people will know. Networking communities are usually very well connected. They know each other very well. And they can be a great resource for those top level people that you need to know. So just a little bit for today, um, absolutely keep marketing. Remember that your marketing results and your awareness is three to six month lead time. So you want to make sure that you keep your pipeline full of all of the people that you want to serve, your ideal clients. So think on that, make it a great day, and I will talk to you next Tuesday.